Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. We're now in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. <sighs> Reading on the Amplified version. Man, just looked up the baseball scores for today. And the poor Cardinals, man, they lost again to the Rangers. They're still at, they're in last place in the National League. Can you believe it? The good thing is there's not, like, a really dominant team in the National League right now. So they're technically, I think, like, 10 games out of, like, first place in the whole National League. I have to look and see where they are, how many games back there are on their division. Because they won, like, 25 games. So versus the Royals over there who are second to last in the American League but have only, yeah, have lost 18 games. I mean, they've won only won 18 games. And the Tampa Bay Rays are up there, like, at the top. Tampa Bay, like, got off to a super hot start. They won, like, 45 games already. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Close out this book, the Thessalonians. Read on the Amplified version. The heading for this is Exhortation. Finally, brothers and sisters, pray continually for us that the word of the Lord was spread rapidly and be honored triumphantly, celebrated and glorified, just as it was with you. And pray that we will be rescued from perverse and evil men, but not everyone, for not everyone has the faith. But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation and will protect and guard you from the evil one. That's what we can take confidence in, that the Lord... That's a good prayer. It's like, Lord, I thank you for being faithful and strengthening us, for setting us on a firm foundation and protecting us and guarding us from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord concerning you that you are doing and will continue to do the things which we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the steadfastness and patience of Christ. Now we command you, believers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and by his authority that you withdraw and keep away from every brother or sister who leads an undisciplined life and does not live in accordance with the tradition and teaching that you have received from us. Ooh, that's pretty harsh words. Verse 7, For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example because we did not act in an undisciplined or inappropriate manner when we were, were with you. We were never idle or lazy, nor did we avoid our duties. Nor do we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with labor and hardship, we work night and day to pay our own way so that we would not be a financial burden on any of you for our support. Not because we do not have a right to such support, but we provided our own financial support to offer ourselves as a model for you so that you would follow our example. For even while we were with you, we used to used to give you this order. If any is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. <laughs> and so they get that phrase, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's exactly where people pull that scripture from. Indeed, we hear that. <clears throat> we hear that. <clears throat> We hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined and inappropriate life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies, meddling in other people's business. Now, such people we command and exhort in the Lord 
Jesus Christ to settle down and work quietly and earn their own food and other necessities, supporting themselves instead of depending on the hospitality of others. And as for the rest of you believers, do not grow tired or lose heart in doing good, but continue doing what is right without weakening. No, Now, if anyone in the church does not obey what we say in this letter, take special note of that person and do not associate with him so that he will be ashamed and repent. Do not regard him as an enemy, but keep admonishing him as a believing brother. Now, may the Lord of peace himself grant you his peace at all times and in every way that peace and spiritual well-being that comes to those who walk with him, regardless of life circumstances, the Lord be with you all. That's an also a good prayer. I, Paul, write you this final greeting with my own hand. There he goes, same with his own hand. Even this is his handwriting. This is the distinguishing mark in every letter of mine that shows it is genuine. It is the way I write my handwriting and signature. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Be all with all of you. It's, so you know it's not a counterfeit or somebody. Yeah, counterfeit letter written by somebody else. This large letters. There you go. That's Second Thessalonians. On to First Timothy. We only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen more books left, y'all. Let's go. Romans three twenty three says, "For all have sinned." or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.